Okay, bye. Okay, hi. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. I know. We need to get our jingle back. I miss that thing. It's coming. She's it's coming, coming back. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Hi, guys. Hope happy you guys Pride. are happy. Hope you're flappy. Hope you're doing well. Hope your freak flags are flying. <laughs> I hope you're all of you guys. League. I've been seeing so many people giving out like free Pride flags yeah. and everything, and I'm honestly so tempted to get myself an ace flag. I have. Um, I will wear it like a goddamn cape, and I will be everybody's yeah. savior. And actually, um, on one of our YouTube videos, on one of our like on, do you remember? It was a while ago. We mm -hmm. did um, an episode on representation of asexual people. Yeah. I actually did get somebody commenting, like a couple of other like suggestions yeah. of like ace characters to check out. Oh, so I absolutely cool. love that. That's awesome. Y'all know I am like the ace superhero, yeah. and I'm just like I will fight for you. Yeah, <laughs> ace superhero. <laughs> I will wear the pride flag of my people yeah. as a cape. Even though Edna Mode says no capes, I will wear it as a cape, and I will, Cape like, dangerous. No capes. No capes. But I will, like, swing down from the rooftops, and I oh will God. rescue you if there's a person pressuring you, and you're like, help me, ace girl. I'm on my way. I need, like, my own signal. This needs to be, like, a mini comic. <laughs> I see it. Do you not That's see it? So I see it. I see it. <laughs> and, like, I just defeat everybody yeah. by either kicking them in the balls of the lady bits. Just, no. No. Not with an ace person. No. Leave them alone. <laughs> and that's my superpower. I have pride for, like, Clertons. 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 Because, I mean, you have what? You've got, like, one side is lesbian yeah. and one side is just... The rainbow one. The rainbow yeah. flag. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. It doesn't keep out the sun, but it's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty gay. Your room pretty is very gay. colorful when the sun shines through. Oh, it is. I really like it. It, it does a nice effect. So once again, uh, yes. as is typical, we are completely off topic for the yes. first few minutes of every episode. Oh, standard. 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 That's just the way we are. Yeah. We can't help it. <laughs> um, we are actually going to be discussing Stone Butch Blues oh! today. So let me just preface this by saying that I have no <laughs> idea about anything of anything with Stone Butch Blues. But Aaliyah has guaranteed me that I need to know about it. Everyone needs to know about it. It's a great community resource because it's so gay history, trans history, so good. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, it sounds important. It sounds It is important. important. It is important. Let me read. Uh, but yes, written by Leslie Feinberg. Leslie Feinberg, amazing individual. Amazing individual. Oh, who is she? Oh my gosh. Leslie Feinberg is a um, butch activist, okay. trans activist, died in 2014. Um, used to speak at rallies and stuff. Says very, very poetic shit about gender and stuff. And you look at that and you go, oh my God, yes. Okay. And it's... Ah, she likes it. I love it. I love it so much. The taste uh, is delicious. Stone Butch Blues is... Um, I mean, obviously it's discussing butch lesbians, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it, butch lesbians, bar culture, um, blue collar work in the... Um, 60s and 70s. Okay, uh, okay. Really, really in, into that stuff. But um, it is said to be like, it could be taken as Leslie Feinberg's auto autobiography, but it kind of isn't. There's some spins. Okay. Basically, um, did she ever come out and say whether or not it was, or did she like? No, it, it, it takes off of inspiration from her life, but it okay. isn't um, like actually like. So is it like a, is it a work of fiction or is it like Oh, it's definitely fiction. Okay. Okay. But um let's get into the plot. Okay. And so I, yeah. I wrote little notes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Double-sided. I have five notes. Okay, let's go. So protagonist of our story, Jess Goldberg, is Jewish and working class in the 1940s. Okay. He was born. 
Um, uh, she grows up and in her childhood, she is kind of, she has both a feminine and a masculine energy and people hate that. People basically hate her for no reason. They go, are you a girl or a boy? Because you act like neither. Oh, and, I see. And she goes, oh, I, I, I guess I'm a girl. And they go, you're bad because we can't tell. Basically. It's that but, whole idea of, like, you're not exuding femininity, yeah. and that makes me feel threatened. Yeah, it's like a, a tomboy growing up. And in those days, they were very hard on people for that, growing up in the if 1940s. Yeah, if you didn't want to be the housewife and, yeah. like, the mom yeah. to 90 children. So yeah. while she is still a child, her parents send her to a uh, psychiatric institution to be... Oh trained to be a girl basically. I thought, I thought parents just used to send their girls to like secondary school or like private school no, or something like no, that no or like a church um basically they find Jess dressing up in like her dad's clothes once and then Jess is like oh like I'm off the hook because they didn't do anything right away uh, and she was like oh I'm like off the hook planning. and then they uh. told her we're going to take you in for a blood test took her in got her taken away basically oh. for a while uh after there were different times back then yeah yeah, after her doctor says, uh, you're probably fine now, um, she gets out and stuff, and then they, her parents were like, you're not ladylike enough, they send her to a charm school. Jess yeah. fails charm school. <laughs> uh, could have seen that coming. Yeah. Um, my dudes, I'm pretty feminine, and I feel like I may even fail charm school, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, it's... I'm way too outspoken for that. The boxes back then were so rigid, so rigid. I mean, at least now, the boxes aren't as bad. Oh, definitely I, I not like at all. There are still some people that want to keep them fairly firm, oh, God, yeah. but I, I feel like they're they're more flexible. Transformed than they used to wife, be. don't at me. Oh my gosh. Yep. <sighs> so uh, at a young age, probably like mid-teens, she gets exposure to gay bars um, because that's where you can find community. The probably only place you it's, can find it's community. It's the only back place then. you can find acceptance yeah. of any kind. It just kind of makes sense that that's where you're gonna go. And then you know she goes there. She learns about this from a coworker because she's already working a factory job at this point. Right. Um, because her parents are kind of, you know, she's an outcast in her own family and her community. She's got to support herself. Yeah. 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 So uh, she's in school at this point, and uh, she goes back to school after going to this club. And um, she is basically that day uh, taken, beaten, abused, sexually assaulted by a group of football players. Oh, I will say, I will say that this book is for free. You can get it. You can read it on Leslie Feinberg's website. Oh, we love I that. love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Before we do, though, uh, there is very graphic uh, descriptors of, of violence, assault, abuse. Trigger warning. Trigger warning for everything. It's very graphic. Very graphic. It, it seems so odd to me that they picked her because she wasn't feminine. Why would a bunch of guys decide that she's the one? Like, at a charm Because you're... Well, I guess she's not at the charm school. She's not. She's at regular school. Because you're an outsider. You're... That still seems you're odd You're weird. To me. You're a dyke. You're a he-she. So why would a bunch of guys think that that's what they want? Assert dominance. Uh, yeah, I guess. You're a threat. We don't know what you are. I guess. I want to take over. It's not... It's, See, to me, maybe... It's, it's not a... It's not an attract... It's... A lot of that isn't an attraction no, thing. It's more it's of a... a power. It's a power thing. I guess to me, I just don't understand it because it's like, you're weird. We don't understand you. I'm going to stick my penis in it. We're, like, we're, that doesn't make sense. It's more of like, we're going to take your power to do anything about it. Okay. I yeah. guess I can see that. So, um, after this incident, she drops out and runs away. From home, from I school. Too. She says, yep, fuck that. Fuck it. Um, Jess goes to Buffalo, New York, and finds community there in the clubs and that kind of scene, mm-hmm. um, like she did before. Right. Uh, loses touch with um, uh, the other people she was with. Um, but yeah, the clubs are often raided by the police, and 
in that you can be arrested if you're not wearing um, more than three pieces of women's clothing. If you're was that like a real rule? Yeah, that's what, that's what, that was a law. Like, you were arrested. If you weren't wearing what they deemed to be women's clothing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you were arrested. My mind is in just... In the 40s. My mind is just like, no, no. Well, we're in the 50s and 60s at this point, but... My mind says no. Yeah, I know. And if you're a man in women's clothing, you would be arrested for that, too. See, that I knew about. I didn't know about the women yeah. in men's clothing. Oh, yeah. I knew about, obviously, the men in women's yeah. clothing um, was, like, I huge. think the rule was... It's different in most places, but I think a lot of it was three pieces of woman's clothing at all time. You know what I find very interesting? Just to interject just a little bit here. I find it so interesting that I'm, even just listening to this, I'm realizing that I know a lot about male gay culture and how that evolved. Yeah. There's really not a lot about (laughs) how lesbian culture evolved. I know! really good digging. I know! Like, it's really just starting to hit me. Because, like... As I said, like, I knew about the rules of men in women's clothing, didn't know about the rule of women in men's. That's why this book is so important, this book that we've never heard of, that it just freaking pops up, you know? It's so weird, those things. I know! Oh my gosh. But yeah, I read this book for the first time before I actually came into my own butch identity. Right. I remember I started, like, wearing more, like, masculine clothing and stuff, but I started looking into it. I remember you were so excited with your first set of boys' clothes. You were so excited. I know. And And now whenever I go to uh, any sort of thrift store or Giant Tiger or anything, (laughs) uh, for those of you who don't know, Giant Tiger is basically our version of Target, I guess, to some extent. Every time I go, I wander into the men's section. I'm, like, taking pictures of, like, button downs and shit for you, like, polo shirts and everything. I'm like, hey, these are, like, two for five dollars. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so when I first read it, I cried so much. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry more. I'm going to read it soon again. Because just going over it, I was like, I need to read this again. Because it's so good. Uh, I think we'll take a break, and then we'll get back into the plot. Yeah, this is Only this on is my second one. page. This is a hefty one. This may become a two-parter. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hello, and welcome back to Gay by Gay. Hi. <laughs> so let's, so get much right loose. Yeah. let's get right back into yeah. it. Because there is so much to unpack so, here. Um, Jess goes to Buffalo, New York, finds community there, more gay clubs, stuff like that, working blue-collar factory jobs, because as a person who kind of defies the gender binary between male and female, it's hard to get a regular job. She's not going to walk in and be a receptionist, because no one's going to hire her. Yeah, blue-collar work is where it's at for them. And even then, it's probably very hard for her to get one, because a lot of people are probably looking at her going, but you're a girl, so... yeah. And even then, if you get it, you're then ostracized by the men there. And the men there are going, oh, ha, 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 yeah. little lady. That, yeah. that, there's a lot of that in this book as well. But yep. Um, yep. the clubs were just finds communities. Hell, we can get that sort of shit in, like, like the modern true. workplace, so true. I'm not really surprised to hear about it yeah. here. Yeah, the clubs are often raided by police because it's illegal um, to wear the clothes that are assigned to you, basically. That's so, I that know. fucks me up, man. And um, Jess and a lot of people in her community are assaulted, beaten, seriously sexually assaulted while being arrested, stuff like that. Just, like, really bad stuff. Yeah. Really traumatizing stuff. Yeah. Um, Jess then, again, gets a factory job and gets involved with new union organization. Because th- this... Oh, the union unions are stuff, coming in. Us- union stuff hasn't really started yet. It's, like, the budding of, like, workers' I, unions I was gonna say, for shit like this that. Is, this is the beginning of it, especially because work conditions are yeah. so Oh, yeah. Bad. There's um, a scene in the book where Jess is working um, on a machine in a factory and ends up throwing up, and someone comes over and goes, don't worry you were the third one who threw up this morning because it's so hot in here. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, conditions yeah. were very bad. It goes there, through bad There was a major reason for the union movement yeah. in that time. Um, but while getting involved with these uh, union organizations, she is alienated by her male co-workers. 
Yep. And uh, one of the coworkers intentionally jams the machine and ends up injuring Jess very badly. See, I yep. don't understand the in, the intent here because it's, it's just kind of like, I guess there's no cameras or anything yeah. to say who really did it. But oh, they don't care who did it either way. That's just you're oh. a worker. You're so replaceable. No one cares about you. That that mentality is very yeah. true. So uh, eventually, oh, I, I think that's still the mentality yeah. for some managers nowadays. Yeah. Eventually, just you know, heals up, gets another job. Um, I believe this is at one of the clubs. Was she fired healing. from the old one, or did she decide not to go back? Um, she was injured and couldn't go back. Oh, couldn't go back. Yeah. yeah okay. She's really injured. But you know, you need to support yourself. Basically, she's on her own. She, she had to find something else. Ran away yeah. from home. At this point, she's probably was like she disabled? Twenty five. No, I think it was something to do with the hands or her arm or something. Like but, maybe like her dexterity yeah. or whatever yeah. just wasn't as good anymore, yeah. so it wouldn't be safe yeah. for her to continue. She's but she ends up working at one of the clubs part time. Um, and I believe I think so. But uh, this is where she meets Teresa, and they they fall in love. And uh, just matures over time. You know what I find so what? funny? The second love comes up, yeah. your entire community changes, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see like the you that I see whenever I we know. mention Alex. I know. Like the second anything romantic because, comes like, up, you immediately hit that like. <laughs> I remember when I was reading it, I was like, when they because they talk about like falling in love and like. It's like whenever we talk about Portrait of a Lady yeah, on Fire, yeah, you get very yeah. excited. And they move in together, and they like do all of this stuff, and they're in love, and I'm like, oh. They cape and they get married, married because it's illegal. I was gonna say it's illegal. Their so. their their wedding is officiated by a drag queen, which is amazing. I actually kind of like and, that. Um, it may have very well been RuPaul. No, <laughs> they get, he is as old as dirt. True. Sorry, um, Ru, I love you. But yeah, they get married at a gay bar, and it's That's so. Cute. I mean, sweet. where else are they gonna go? They, they can't go to the oh, courthouse and do it. I think Jess uh, sings a song to Teresa like before they get married. It's so sweet. That's actually kind of romantic. It's so sweet. Um, and See, I just want someone to take me on coffee dates and take yeah. me to museums <laughs> and shit. You don't even need to sing to me. Also, just don't pressure me for anything sexual because yeah. a scroll will come out and kick your privates. This is this is a lot over time, by the way. Um, yeah, I was hoping, I mean, yeah. you hot lesbians are a thing, so I wasn't sure, because I was yeah, like, Yeah, it's, it doesn't happen in one day. Ha I was like, this could happen within, yeah. like, one week, realistically. Yeah. Or this could be happening over, like, a year or two. But I don't really know. they live their old gay lives in the, in the clubs and whatever. Their gay lives. And, um. As opposed to their straight lives. Yeah. 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 And this is, this comes into, like, Stonewall Riot area in the 1960s. Hence the Stone Butch. No, stone books. Oh. Stone identities are different. We'll get into that. Ooh, stone identities are amazing. Okay, so there's more. <sighs> amazing. There's always more. It's there's such a layered more. book. Oh my lordy. Thank God but, for pride. Yeah. I'm oh, pretty sure so that's blasphemous, but thank no. God for pride. Ugh, people. But um, yeah, this is Stonewall Riot area. Um, cops are still raiding bars, um, but retaliation has started. From, people are starting to push yeah. back, and they're yeah. like, "Don't treat us that yeah, way." Yeah, don't. Do that. Yeah, it's bad. Um, Should have called Ace Girl. Um, <laughs> She's canon now. Ace Girl is canon. And um, how do I how do I describe this? A lot of the times when cops would raid it, um, the people who got kind of the brunt of the abuse were more of the women in men's clothing, the drag queens, the trans people. People who were very out and proud. Not just like the people who illegal. were in the bar, but the people who were very much that, not that like, they were the vocal pieces. Not that they weren't out and proud, because I believe there was also like laws where like you couldn't dance with someone of your same sex or something like that, something ridiculous. That if they caught you doing that, that you could get arrested. Um, I mean, I think that's weird because you look at modern culture, and I don't think it's that weird to see a bunch of girls in a mosh pit just like twerking together. Yeah. 
Well, now, but then. Yeah. Then it was a problem. Um, yeah, of course. Can you course. imagine if twerking was a thing back then? That'd be a major problem. <laughs> Probably. But, um, so these butches would get beaten up, abused, sexually assaulted, go through all this trauma and stuff, and, you know, queens would too as well. And, um, it's not that the femmes would not get the abuse too, but they would get some less because what they were doing were, wasn't technically illegal. I mean, I, I was about to say, it, it's kind of even the same way that things... I feel like do still work nowadays yeah. where I feel like I do not present outwardly as very LGBT. Because yeah. you aren't, uh, they aren't visually attackable. I was going to say, I'm quite a bit more feminine. You would yeah. not know that I'm asexual yeah. unless I told you, which I am pretty vocal about all things considered. But again, I, I don't scream it from yeah. the rooftops. I feel like you are far more likely to have people yell derogatory yeah. things towards oh, you sure. than I ever would be. I don't think anyone would ever say anything to me yeah. just because I don't present yeah. that and way. And that's now. So I can see <laughs> that being one of those things where femmes back then probably would yeah. not have nearly gotten the same amount of abuse. And they probably would have made that excuse of, I don't know, I found myself here by accident. It's not yeah. my fault, officer. Which is fine because no one wants to be abused that I mean, horribly. I was going to say, no one's um, just going to stand up and go, yeah, but, what of it? The uh, the girls that these butches would date often would have to then do the emotional labor of taking care of someone after they go through multiple tra traumatizing incidents. Yeah, which is still work on its own. But um, I mean, mental health nowadays isn't very good, let alone back then. Yeah, true. Um, so Teresa would take care of Jess after these raids, um, and at this point, there's like there's feminist stuff going on as well. Yeah. Not only is there there was the push for the vote yeah, and everything yeah. else. Not only was there, like, gay stuff going on, but there was feminist stuff going on, and Teresa would have said... Like, honestly, I do feel like feminism and gay activism almost go hand-in-hand in, hand in some ways, well, interestingly it's, it's the, the the breaking free of people from oppression. Yeah. I feel it, like if, it's if a one connecting. group... I feel like if one group is going to do it, every other group just tries to do the same push, because it's like, yeah. maybe if we all go together, we can actually get through. Yeah. So Teresa attends can't these... catch all of us. Exactly. Teresa attends these femi feminist meetings... Um, and a lot of the um, lesbians there see her love of love of butches as a betrayal. Oh, because, because they think it's still loving your masculinity. Yeah, you're you're copying like straight relationships, basically. You know what? I see so many current girls go yeah. through that. Actually, there was a girl that used to dance with us just the other day, who I get she got told she has a kid, and I guess somebody told her that because she has a kid. She can't be a lesbian. Oh, it's so weird. Because she had been with a man, and yeah. I was just like, "Excuse me, <laughs> you're not." Uh, we'll get into that. We, we have a yeah. whole episode planned to talk about yeah. that sort of thing, but that type of gatekeeping, yeah, that pisses um, me off. Because there was a, a kind of lesbian change in the era where it was a, there was a lot of femmes and butches, and that was what you identified with. And then there were like, I, I kind of like dykish stuff, just like. It moved from kind of a majority of you're either femme or you're butch into you're a lesbian, which is fine. Like, yeah. it's fine. But uh, when it went to that shift, a lot of them were like, well, if you're still a butch and you identify as butch, that means you're just like trying to be a man or you're you're not um, with us on our journey because we're trying to abolish um, heterosexual um mimicking relationships and you are a heterosexual so once again uh basically what that yeah. reads as is gatekeepers yeah. now suck and gatekeepers back then sucked yeah. and it's just look at me and i'm more important than you and i'm more into it than you yeah. and i am better than you yeah. because mine is different than yours and i'm like is that not what we're fighting in the first yeah. place so which is it like why are you case, cutting you know? down allies yeah like even if you can sit there and say oh well you're mimicking yeah. heteronormativity even if you say that why are you not going to go even if they're mimicking 
heteronormativity. They're still on our side. They're yeah. still fighting the fight for us. And the more voices we have, the more we're going to be listened to. Why are you going to cut out an ally? Well, well, not only that, but hey, they were there before you were. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't get that. I know. I really don't. But yeah, I think that we will end this episode here and then we'll get okay, into... Okay, so this is the end of part one. Yeah, we'll get into more stuff because it gets really uh, steamy from here. Oh, so the good stuff is coming next. Oh no, horrible, sad stuff is coming next. So the good stuff is coming next. Yes. I mean, you have to know the that if I'm saying it, I'm not talking about it from a sexual yeah. perspective. So this is exactly <laughs> the kind of very, good stuff Very, very true. For. But yeah, again, it's free online. Leslie Feinberg's website, amazing. We love it. Check it out, yeah. honestly. Like, Trigger it, warnings for everything. Even. It seems like a great resource. And the yeah. fact that it's free yeah. is huge. Yeah. Um, if you do read it, however, there's like master posts out there about like what pages the triggering stuff is on but just be warned that there is very triggering stuff on it so you know manage yourself be cautious yeah but also know i mean even for me honestly i'm left sitting here going i think i should really check this out afterwards yeah. like this seems like so a, good it has knowledge as i said to you on the break i feel like i am a fairly knowledgeable person but this is just really showing me that there is still a huge gap yeah. in what i think i know yeah and that kind of scares me because yeah. then I'm left sitting here going, there must be so much stuff that I don't know. Yeah. So I think I'm going to check this out yeah. afterwards too. It's so good. But, but yeah. thank you so much for listening, guys. <laughs> Make sure to check us out on our YouTube channel. Make sure to download all of our other episodes, yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Follow us on show, show, show media. Show, show media. We got everything. Literally everything <laughs> at this point. But thank you so much for listening. And we will talk at you in the next episode. Yes. Have a happy Pride Month and take it gay by gay, guys. Bye. Bye.